Lecture topic. Living the spirit of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladheen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق الله حيث ما كنت وأتمع السيئة الحسنة تمحها وخالق الناس بخلق حسن أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected on my Karam, brothers and elders. Allah Ta'ala had blessed us very, very greatly that we had the opportunity of witnessing the very great month of Ramadan. And then we expressed our joy on the occasion of Eid. And now some days have passed. Less than two weeks have passed since then. So often these things come and go, let alone two weeks later, two days later, sometimes one day later. It all becomes just like a dream, something came and went, a distant memory. And, well, if we live till the next year, and we take it for granted, we're going to live till the next Ramadan, when the next Ramadan comes and we'll see. So it just becomes an event that came and went, that passed. But any reflection thereafter, something to look back towards, that Ramadan went away, what did I take along after Ramadan? Ramadan came to give me an opportunity to take something. What did I take along? Alhamdulillah, summa alhamdulillah, in the month of Ramadan, many of us, with the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala, there is a focus which is very different to what is the condition at other times. One is the zeal for ibadat. Many a person who perhaps might not have touched the Quran Sharif for the whole year prior to Ramadan, but come the month of Ramadan, so he is trying to make some time to recite the Qur'an Sharif. Many a person who perhaps didn't take any time and care to spend some time daily in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, but in the month of Ramadan he is trying something. Some might have even made the effort to spend more time in the masjid. And then there was some further concern. The concern was not just confined to increasing ibadat, which was obviously the case that that was also part of the whole effort. But there was something further than that. And something further than that was that Allah Ta'ala must become pleased with me. I must get forgiveness. I must get close to Allah Ta'ala. Whatever life I have led so far, whatever my mistakes have been, I must gain Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness and gain Allah Ta'ala's pleasure. As a result, sometimes unfortunately, even in the month of Ramadan, after a few days, the enthusiasm starts waning and things start slacking. But you'll find that the last 10 days of Ramadan come, again there's a new zeal. So now, what's the reason that 
it's still Ramadan. In the middle was Ramadan, the 10th of Ramadan was also Ramadan, and the 20th is also Ramadan. But there's a new zeal. The zeal was that these are now very auspicious nights that have come, and Allah's special forgiveness descends in these nights. Laylatul Qadr could be in one of these odd nights. So now in Laylatul Qadr is Allah's special forgiveness. I need that forgiveness. So now sometimes a person is missing the even nights, but then to the odd nights he's spending extra time in the masjid, making dua, asking Allah's forgiveness. So all this was alhamdulillah, part of the focus in the month of Ramadan. So that focus which was there in Ramadan to try and gain Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, try and gain the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. Now 10 days later, 12 days later, the question we should be asking ourselves, is that focus still there? Because after all, we have to meet Allah Ta'ala. And when we meet Allah Ta'ala, mashallah after the, day of, after the month of Ramadan, the day of Eid came, and we expressed our tremendous joy on the occasion of Eid. But really the question we need to ask ourselves is that, what was that joy based on? That happiness, what was it based on? If that happiness was merely based on, mashallah, somebody had brand new clothing, somebody had sumptuous food, all this is part of the sunnahs of Eid to dress in one's best garments, and it's a day of eating, enjoying the ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala, not even permissible to fast. But was the joy and happiness based purely on that, that it was very shallow? The joy is actually on something far beyond that. That the person, the month of Ramadan passed, and inshallah he's gained his forgiveness. In the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, This is an entire Ramadan bayan, but it is something for us to reflect, reflections. A person after he's now done some, got some business running or whatever, and he sits back and looks what happened now, what we achieved. So now this is just some reflections, we've heard many talks, something to sit and reflect also and try to see where we are and where we are heading to so now mashallah in the month of ramadan we were fasting with the fazl of allah ta'ala in the hadith sharif nabi farhatan that the fasting person there are two special occasions of happiness for him farhatun in the fitrihi one happiness which is natural which is part of insan he's been staying away from eating drinking the whole day he is hungry, he's thirsty perhaps, he, depending on the length of the fast, he might be very thirsty maybe. Now the time of iftar comes and now he's, he's allowed now to eat and drink. So now when he starts eating, he starts taking that one sip of cool water, it's natural that he feels a, a special happiness. There's something, something special about it. Apart from the happiness and the special moment of acceptance of dua at that time. But that is one happiness. That came and has passed. The month of Ramadan has gone. But then there's another thing mentioned in the same Hadith Sharif. وَعِنْدَ لِقَاءِ رَبِّهِ فَرْحَتَانْ فَرْحَتٌ عِنْدَ فِتْرِهِ وَفَرْحَتٌ عِنْدَ لِقَاءِ رَبِّهِ There's another happiness, the happiness at the time when he meets Allah Ta'ala. So now that time, Allah knows best when our moment comes. That moment, we have no idea. Many people already in the month of Ramadan went away. Many people left between then and now. And when our time comes, we have no idea. Now the question is, the month of Ramadan came and went, 
after the month of Ramadan, have we conducted ourselves in a way that we can look forward to meeting Allah Ta'ala, that Allah is happy with us. Because that was what Ramadan was all about. Ramadan came to give us a fikr, a focus in life, a direction. The direction, the focus, the concern for akhirat. Because our akhirat could start now. Our akhirat could start now. Last, last week, somebody phoned and mentioned one incident that had took place in Azadwal in the Jami Masjid. One person came like, as we are all sitting now, as we are all present for Juma Salah, he too was in the Masjid for Juma Salah, but he passed away in the Masjid, they took his janazah and left. Came healthy, foot fine, nothing, and he left. Somebody mentioned to me about some person in the North Coast, in the month of Ramadan, Imam of the Masjid, Mashallah, healthy foot, came in the while performing the Salah, in the state of fasting, he passed away in the Salah as the Imam. So nobody has any idea, these are the very fortunate people who went in the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala, went in the house of Allah Ta'ala. When our time comes, where it comes, Allah knows. And therefore, we have been given these opportunities <coughs> to connect with Allah Ta'ala. So that when that moment comes that we have to meet Allah Ta'ala, we meet Allah Ta'ala in a way that Allah is pleased with us. In a condition that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with us. That is the concern which the month of Ramadan came to put us on. So now, the month of Ramadan, there was a certain degree of focus, zeal, concern, my salah must get performed on time, person was waking up for Fajr, waking up before Fajr, waking up for Sehri, trying to make sure of Tahajjud also maybe, and making sure he's making his Fajr in the Masjid, leaving whatever it is at the time of Zohar, Asar, Maghrib, Shah, he's in the Masjid, he's performing his salah, is that now continuing or something else has happened? Many a person, mashallah, in the month of Ramadan, abandoned many, many sins. That is what taqwa was all about. Giving up the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. Were we waiting for the month of Ramadan to pass so we could go headlong back into it? Oh, mashallah, that is still in place, that the effort is still there to stay away from sin. Now, these are the reflections that we have to now reflect on in terms of the month of Ramadan and where we are now. Because we have passed Ramadan, but we're still heading towards our cover. So now we're going to meet Allah Ta'ala, what is going to be our condition? So in order to help us get there in a way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with us, maybe a Kareem Sallallahu has given us a prescription. He's given us a prescription in this Hadith Sharif that was recited at the beginning, which, though it was not in this context that it was mentioned, but we can take it for ourselves as post-Ramadan advice. That if we attach ourselves to this, inshallah, that zeal of the month of Ramadan, that will inshallah continue. And that what we should have taken from the month of Ramadan, inshallah, if that wasn't achieved then, it will get achieved now, inshallah, with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala. So in this Mubarak Hadith Sharif, there are three things that Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned. First was, Ittaqillaha haythuma kunta. That fear Allah Ta'ala, Adopt taqwa for Allah Ta'ala, taqwa which was the entire, the theme of the entire month of Ramadan, the very object of fasting, la'allakum tattaqoon, which Allah in the Quran Sharif mentions, that fasting, the purpose and object for which this great ibadat was given, was to adopt and acquire taqwa, which now will be taking us along. 
So now, that taqwa, which was the purpose and object of Ramadan, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi Fear Allah Ta'ala, adopt taqwa of Allah Ta'ala, refrain from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, build up this relationship with Allah Ta'ala. This is what taqwa is all about. To become the true servant of Allah Ta'ala. A person who has a relationship with his Rabb, that it's not just like some employee, he came on time and he left on time and he's got very dry, nothing, he's got no interest in anything beyond that. He's only interested in, I want my salary at the end of the month. Then something happens, something falls apart, breaks apart, I don't, doesn't bother me. But there's another person who's part of the family. It's a family business and he is the family member. He doesn't look at now it's time and time out and something broke, it's not my business. No, no, he takes everything to heart. So now this is what taqwa is all about, that there's such a relationship with Allah Ta'ala that a person takes deen to heart. And he is concerned about how he'll meet Allah Ta'ala. And he's concerned about pleasing Allah Ta'ala. On the day of Eid, we all try to please ourselves with better clothing and better food and better everything. But did we really try to please Allah Ta'ala? Many a times Allah forbid, people in trying to please themselves displeased Allah Ta'ala. How they conducted themselves, maybe even on the day of Eid. In sometimes the very clothing that they were getting so happy on, but that clothing was contravening the laws of deen, and that itself was a displeasure of Allah Ta'ala. In the intermingling that was taking place, which was to express happiness of Eid, but the intermingling was just inviting the wrath of Allah Ta'ala. So did Allah Ta'ala become pleased? That's a question. We got very happy. Did Allah Ta'ala get happy with us? And that, Allah knows best when our moment of death comes, when we're going to suddenly have to step out of this dunya into the cover, then it's too late to do anything further. This is a time, this is a chance. So this chance is now, the Bishlam is giving us a prescription to make this time such and live this life in such a way that when that moment comes and comes any time, we are ready for that moment. Allah Ta'ala take us in a way that we go with perfect iman, and that our cover becomes garden, a garden of Jannah, and that we get the shade of Allah Ta'ala's arsh on the day of Qiyamah, we get Jannah direct entry into Jannatul Firdaus, for that is the prescription. So, ittaqillaha haythu ma kunta. Fi Allah Ta'ala wherever you may be. Wherever you may be, alongside with it comes obviously, when, whatever time it might be. Whether it's Ramadan or out of Ramadan, whether it is Juma or it's some other day, it might be a Sunday. Whether it is inside the masjid, or whether it's in the business, or whether it's out on the streets, or whether it is in a moment of privacy, or somewhere in public, and whether it's a person sitting with his phone, or sitting in front of the Qur'an Sharif. At all times and in all conditions, he's conscious, my Allah is watching. That is what Ramadan was all about. The person was fasting, thirsty, the water is available, He's alone in his home, but he's not touching it. Why? I'm fasting now. And Allah's command is don't touch it. Allah is watching. Allah is aware. Nobody's around now. But Allah is aware. So Allah is aware where my eyes are looking. Allah is aware what my tongue is saying. Allah is aware what I'm typing and texting somewhere. Allah is aware what I'm looking at. Allah is aware that I'm in this foreign land. It seems nobody knows me. Nobody knows me, but my creator knows me. My Rabb knows me. 
Rabb knows what's going on in my heart also. يَعْلَمُ خَائِنَةَ الْأَعْيُنُ مَا تُخْفِ الصُّدُورِ So the prescription of adopting taqwa at all times. So the person who adopts taqwa at all times, then he will go in a condition that Allah is pleased with him. And that is the bottom line. Because that moment could come anytime. A very well-known incident of Harun Rashid, very pious, very famous king, he got very sick, People now thought he's going to pass away. He's not going to survive this. A very pious person in that time, Bahlul, he also came to visit him. Harun Rashid knew the worth of this person. People used to think that he's mad. Harun Rashid used to also sometimes just joke around with him. So once in a time prior to this, once Harun Rashid, while in a kind of light-heartedness, in the gathering of the people around, he took one walking stick and gave it to him. And he told him, Bahlul, this is an amanat. This is a trust and amanat. The day you find a bigger fool than yourself, you must give it to him, then the amanat is discharged. That became a joke, everybody had a good laugh. Bahlul took that stick and kept it with himself. Time passed and now this time came. And Harun Rashid was very sick. So now people came to visit him, Bahlul also came. So Bahlul came and in a very innocent manner is asking him that Harun, Amirul Mu'mineen, where are you headed to? Uh, what's, how are you feeling? So he said, Arey Bahlul, what are you asking? How am I feeling? I'm on a journey now. He said, really, you're on a journey? So, when you're coming back? He said, by this journey, you go, you don't come back. You go on this journey, you go one-way ticket. He said, really, you're going on a one-way ticket, such a lengthy journey, no return? So, normally you go for a short time somewhere in your kingdom, you send all your people, security, contingent, up front, they go and secure the place, they go and see everything is in order. So, you must have already sent them ahead. He said, by nobody goes ahead for you in this journey. This journey you go, you go alone. Say, so, well, what about all your cooks and all your other people that go and make all your arrangements? They probably are already busy where you're going to go to. Say, so, nobody comes, no cooks come, no, nobody to see to your needs. You go on your own on this journey. So as he asked a few more questions in the same manner, like he doesn't know what's going on. And then he said, Mirul Mu'minin, I have an amanat. Now this was a long ago story, everybody forgot about it too. They have an amanat to give you. He said, what amanat you have? He pulled out the walking stick. He said, you told me many, many years ago, whenever it might have been, that the day I find a bigger fool than myself, I must give this to him. I found the person today. I found the person today. You normally tell, you normally go on a short journey somewhere. So many arrangements you make. Now you're telling me you're going on a journey, one way ticket, you're not coming back. But you didn't make preparations for it. How can they be such a big fool? Bigger fool than you. There's your amanat. Now, this was a lesson that he was giving him. And subhanallah, the lesson he gave him, we take inspiration in the house of, house of Allah Ta'ala today out of it. That sincerity, it was like a thing that he was making a joke of. It was no joke. It was a reality. That this preparation, this is the chance. Not later. Later is not be too late. Later after Juma might be too late. That preparation time is now. And that preparation is Tawbah. The month of Ramadan too was the main aspect. Of, many a times we make istighfar. We ask Allah's forgiveness, alhamdulillah. That's a very great thing. But there's a separate aspect of tawbah. Istighfiru rabbakum summa tubu Istighfar is to seek forgiveness for the past. And tawbah includes a resolution to not commit the sin in future. Tawbah includes regret over the past. Now, many a times... Toba doesn't get made. 
In other words, we say to Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, you forgive my past, but in the future I'm going to carry on the same. Allah, forgive my past, all the sins I did in the past, but the future I'll carry on. So Tawbah never got made, but the chance is still now. We got life, we got the opportunity of Tawbah. That was what Ramadan came to teach us. To become concerned about our Qabr, become concerned about answering on the day of Qiyamah, become concerned about our book of deeds, which hand it will come in. Become concerned about the accountability. So now, the first prescription Nabi Islam gave us is Ittaqillaha haithu ma kunta. And then, وَأَتْبِعِ السَّيِّئَةَ الْحَسَنَةَ تَمْحُهَا That yes, we are insan, we are weak. A mu'min, a mu'min doesn't plan and plot sin. He doesn't sit down to make a program of sin. But a mu'min, nevertheless, he's insan, he's not ma'asum and sinless. The Ambiyari Musalam is ma'asum and sinless. So he can slip, he can make a mistake somewhere. So the door of Tawbah Allah Ta'ala kept open. وَأَتْبِعِ السَّيِّئَةَ الْحَسَنَةَ تَمْحُهَا made a mistake, make sincere tawbah, and then do righteous deeds as well. That will then if delete the effects of the sin. Person slipped up somewhere, now some sadaqah, lot of istighfar, few rakats of salatu tawbah, shedding tears of remorse and regret in front of Allah Ta'ala, and some tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, so that that effect of that sin gets removed. The heart once again becomes enlightened. The heart that became engulfed in the darkness of that sin, the sins of the eyes, the sins of the, of the tongue, the haram that was spoken, the lying, the backbiting, whatever else, the sins of the heart itself, now the toba is made and these righteous deeds, inshallah the noor of the righteous deeds come back into the heart and the zulmat and darkness then will disappear. So, And then the third aspect Nabi Kareem says, وَخَالِقِ النَّاسَ بِخُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ The first was adopt taqwa and Allah forbid there's a mistake somewhere, tawbah. That's a mu'min's life between taqwa and tawbah. So this is the rights of Allah Ta'ala taken care of. But then we go to live. We go to live with insan around us. No man is an island. We live with people. And there are hukuk of people on us as well. Those people might be our own parents. They have the greatest hukuk and right upon us. Our children, they have hukuk as well. Our families, they have hukuk as well. Our neighbors, they have rights as well. People in general, they have rights to some extent as well. So now to fulfill the rights of people, the peak of that is, وَخَالِقِ النَّاسَ بِخُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ Deal with everybody with good akhlaq. So a person has adopted taqwa and akhlaq, inshallah his deen is perfected. Because in taqwa comes the whole of every aspect of deen, his salah, his zakat, his fasting, his hajj, and staying away from every sin and haram, and dealing with people correctly, this hadith sharif encompasses everything in it. And if a person inscribes this on his heart, and makes this part of his life, his deen and dunya will get made inshallah. Allah Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq, that the spirit of Ramadan that we should have acquired, Allah Ta'ala enable us to still bring that spirit in our lives, so Ramadan is gone, but the purpose of Ramadan is still, we need to acquire that. And we need to keep enhancing it. And keep trying to get close to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'awana anil hamd.